Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast, the official source of audio accounts for uh, the Near Death Experience Research Foundation. I'm Chaz Hathaway, author of Life in the Spirit World What Near Death Experiences May Teach About Life on the Other Side. And links to the book as well as enderf.org can be found on our website, Near Death Experience Podcast.org. Today we're going to share the experience of Claire from enderf.org. Claire says, When the epidural anesthesia was injected, everything went well. Then I began to be overcome with a feeling of warmth or malaise. I said to the nurse that I didn't feel very well, that I had the feeling to go down in my body, from my head down to the feet. She checked my blood pressure. Everything was normal. During this time, my husband went out, and suddenly... I kept telling her that I felt very bad. She didn't hear me. She said to her colleague, she's going away. Her pressure, her blood, pressure blood, her blood, I guess supposed to say blood pressure. Her blood pressure is at level six and is still decreasing. My body temperature was below 34 and I didn't stop telling her, I'm telling you that I feel bad, but you've, but you don't believe me. I realized that she didn't hear what I was telling her. At this point, I ended up going through something thick. Then I felt attracted by a light glow. But the more I went forward, the more I saw a kind of arc of circle surrounding surrounding me like arms protecting me. I started to feel anguished. I did not know where I was going, but if I lowered my head, I could not see anything. I had the feeling of floating. I was afraid, and the more I went forward, the more the light became big and hot. Then, without seeing anything, I heard a small voice telling me, Don't be afraid. You keep floating. And I think I saw my grandmother, and I felt well there. Then I heard a voice telling me, You do not have anything to do here today. Just at this moment, I said, My baby! And I felt as if I was thrown against a wall. And I yelled so much, I suffered atrocious pains in all my members, my body, all my head. I didn't understand what happened to me, but I had the feeling to go up from my feet up to my head. The nurse told me, now you are better. I asked her why she had made me come back, and she asked me, from where? I told her, from over there. Then the other nurse went out and asked me where I had gone. I told her I entered a tunnel and described exactly what she had said and done, but she said to me that it was impossible because I fell into a state without any reflexes at the point of time, at that point of time. But anyway, she seemed to be surprised and said to me, if I have time, I will come back to discuss about it. I have never seen her again, but at the time when my husband came back, I got into a panic. For me, all that lasted for only, all that lasted for only two or three minutes. But at this moment, 
I learned what he had been waiting outside for more than, that he had been waiting outside for more than 50 minutes. I was really out of time. That's the end of the experience. And I should say, I believe, based on the way the the uh, uh, words are uh, formed and so forth, that this is not an English-based experience. The uh, date given is Le 6 Juillet, uh, 1990. Sounds French to me. Maybe it's Italian. I'm not sure. I've, I've sometimes mixed those up. I, I don't know either language. But, uh, but as far as I can tell from the... Uh, um, from below, uh, it doesn't seem to say a year, but it, it looks like it's not an uh, uh, English-based experience. But very interesting. I, I only mention that because um, we're always on the lookout for experiences from other parts of the world, especially non-Western culture, uh, simply because Western culture has, you know, kind of a a certain style about it, you know, the, the kind of Western music, Western uh, uh, literature is, is very different than, say, Asian literature or African literature or music or whatever. And there are similarities, especially in today's day when um, we really are a global society and everybody's familiar with each other's um, ways a little bit. But um, anyway... So this is probably, I'm guessing, a European experience. And uh, if you know of experiences from other countries, other cultures, backgrounds, ethnic groups, just as far out as we can get, we'd like to share them simply because the, it, it, it kind of triangulates the experience a little bit. You know, I mean, we're getting a lot of experiences from Western culture, which is great. We're, we're happy with everything that we can get. But if you have, you know, an ancient uh, uh, Mongolian experience or an ancient, you know, uh, Midwestern African experience from 100 years ago, they're going to not have any exposure to any of the, uh, of the cultural icons that, uh, that we have built into our psyche from you know, hundreds of years of, of developing culture as we have it today. The only reason I say that, the only reason I think that's valuable is because some people claim, and I, I don't stand by it at all, but they claim, and, and it's hard to refute the claims that we have in our psyche, this idea that when you die, there is a tunnel, there is a light, we see Jesus, we see God, we see light, and it's good, it's loving, and that's our experience because that's what our our, you know, uh, European Christian uh, uh, society has ingrained in us over the decades, centuries, whatever. And it's all baloney, I'm sure. But if we can point to other experiences and say, look at this ancient Mongolian experience, look at this ancient Western uh, Afri Central African experience, look at this you know, experience from India, look at this experience from, you know, S South America 300 years ago, you know, all these experiences are pointing to uh, the same kinds of experiences, which hints that this is what happens, not just what we experience, but this is what happens 
there can be a difference there. I mean, you have a dream at night. It was an experience, even if it wasn't a physical experience. You see what I mean? Uh, you know, and, and people would love to claim, especially scientists, that this is all in your head. You're, you know, that it's all something that, uh, that you're experiencing as a result of the dying body or whatever. And, and so they acknowledge that you had an experience. They're not saying you're lying, but they will say that that's just what the body does and that's why you had this experience. But there is a difference between such an experience as that, which could be equated with a dream, and actually doing something, such as leaving your body and going to another realm where you're actually doing something and that your experience is independent of your body. Anyway, just a few thoughts. But uh, anyway, so if you would like to contact the podcast, you can do so by either emailing Podcast at gmail.com or by calling 970-NDE-CAST. If you would like to support the podcast, you can either... Uh, become an ongoing monthly contributor on patreon.com slash ndecast and there's a link to that on neardeathexperiencepodcast.org or you can purchase my book Life in the Spirit World and thank you again all of you so much for listening